Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, Culpa. Hey, everyone. It's your boy, Trent Rashad. And I'm Marcus Drew Steele, and you're listening to episode... This has to be what? Episode 933? I think it's episode 11, exaggerating much. Okay, yeah, I think this actually is episode 11. <laughs> yes, and so. shout out to our consistency. I mean, 11 episodes so far. So that is a pat on the back to us. I think last season was 12 episodes. More like a pat on the back to me, because um, I've been carrying so much. this it show. It definitely takes two, and you have not been carrying <laughs> with, anything. With the talent, if and the, the production, <laughs> and the our, management. If our conversation right before this recording wasn't... <laughs> Um, evidence enough <laughs> that I have to carry this show. Like how? Well, you've not. What are you carrying, sweetheart? We could talk about all of this later. We have too much to get into. We do. There um, we do. So much is going on, and we have uh, a couple of things, all including a brand new segment for you guys this Ooh, week. I'm excited. Yeah. Okay. So let's go ahead and get into it. Let's start with the weekly recap. Okay. Marcus, what did you do? Um. Well, Malai, my Malai, my right. <laughs> That's what Malai. I did last week. Malai, are you just gonna sit there and Malai like that? Um. No, I low key week. Not a lot going on. Okay. I have been um, inundated. Catch that word with work. Um, <laughs> okay, vocabulary. Right. It has been extremely busy at work for me, and so not a really big word, but okay. Uh, and I'm not doing this with you today. Okay. <laughs> it, is, it was a very a, extremely busy week, and I'm glad to just be over last week. I've got one more week this week of a lot of things I need to get done, and then I'm in the home stretch to kind of do what I need to do. So um, I honestly don't have a lot to say about a weekly recap. I've been just involved with work. What about you? I, you know what? And I'm just going to say, and this is no shade to you, but... Do y'all ever notice how people sometimes like to really make their job seem more than what it is? And they'll just throw out certain buzzwords like inundated, trying to figure out what I need to do. And then I'm in the long stretch to get what I need to get done so I can be who I need to be. Like, oh. stop with all the bullshit. Like, if you just had, if you are behind on emails, just say that. You know what I'm saying? And that's not to say that that's your story. But I it just, it brought me back to some places of, you know, people talk to me about their jobs. And I'm like, sis, you... Come on, like, you know the you old me. The papers at the DMV. <laughs> the like, old me would clap back, but the new me—that's just not my ministry I anymore. Guess, I, I am above that, so I'm like Michelle Obama. When they go low, we go high. I'm just gonna let you have it. Okay. Uh, for me, um, a pretty big milestone. <laughs> so I've now been in Chicago for almost six years. And all no right. One noticed. And please, honey, <laughs> the, the city's never been the same, but. One of the things that I got to do this week is something that really should have been done a long time ago. I went to my first White Sox game um, this How past week. That? It was really interesting. So I, and you know, I actually used to live by Guaranteed Rate Field. Um, Wait, that's the name of the field? Yeah. Guaranteed Rate. Yeah, I believe so. I, yeah, it's sponsored what? by, it's sponsored through someone. Who yeah. and what were, and what, who shot giant name? Yeah, Guaranteed Rate Field. Guaranteed Rate? Yeah. Seriously? And see, you need to go and do your research on Chicago history because what that's saying is, is that it will always be a guaranteed rate to come see the White Sox, no matter what they do, no matter where they win, okay? First because off, just like the Chicago the, Cubs, how they want to sit up there and they want to pop up their, their prices and things like that. Wherever the White Sox go, whether it be to the World Series or to the Intergalactic World Series, um, there will always be a guaranteed rate to come see the Sox. 
And I had a really good time, though. Um, so I got to do, like, the little patio party before, mm-hmm. which was really cool. Um, so that's, like, open bar. Right. Um, with, like, food and is stuff like that. Is it, like, like on that. top or is it on the lower level? It's on the lower level. Okay. So you go do that. And then you go out and you watch the game. And it was it was fun. Um, I really didn't know what was going on. Baseball is so long, y'all. And boring. I will tell y'all. Um, it's very, and if you know me, you know I, there was a nap in there somewhere. <laughs> but it was it was fun. I did have a good time. It was just kind of good to be a Sox fan for a day. The last baseball game I went to was in San Francisco at AT&T Stadium. Guaranteed rate. <laughs> um, at AT&T, uh, AT&T Park, excuse me. Um, and I didn't go to watch the game. I went to socialize. Like, I have no yeah. interest in baseball whatsoever. And I think that that's what it was for me, too. It was a very social thing. Right. So, wait, um, were y'all in actual seats? Were y'all in a box? Where so, were no, y'all? we were actually in actual seats okay. um, right there on okay. the on the thing. I, what's the word? On the mezzanine, um, the lower level? The... Not mezzanine. Oh, this is not theater. <laughs> um, they have a, the, your, the baseball park has a mezzanine, get too. Get your gay ass out of here. Oh, um, my God. But we were right there. We had really good seats. I could see. I was actually, so I did a little bit of taunting. I was yelling at the other team. Oh, so you were behind the dugout? I was the, telling them, the to, like, yeah, was telling them okay. to like get so their catch stuff that. together. I knew what the dugout was. Yeah, because you get dug out. That's the only reason why. <laughs> why you are you like but, this today? But, <laughs> anywho, um, that was a really fun experience. I you. Outside of that, I just have been, it's also kind of been a low-key week for me, too. Like, I've been under the weather. Y'all know my back was hurting. Thank y'all for all your prayers your and things. Hurting. You know, hey. My look. back is hurting from carrying this show. Right. Please. And so, um, it also has been a low-key week. I'm finally getting back, getting mobile. But I got to catch up on a lot of TV, so that okay. was great. So, what did you watch? I mean, what didn't I watch? I finished Styling Hollywood. Yeah, okay. I'm all caught up on Succession, oh, damn, uh, which I is even so good this I haven't season. even started Succession. Oh, my gosh. And if you... Oh, Marcus, I'm in you. I've got you, too much. I've got too much on my to, plate. You have to prioritize this show because we're now getting to a point where I don't know what's what. I don't know what to do anymore. Um... All of my favorite characters from last season are starting to kind of really, um, you know how Kendall was the one that was always like about to crumble. Was well, mess. it seems like everyone else is a mess too this season. Oh, so no. it's a lot going on. Um, so, but I got to catch up on that. Of course, Southside. I also wait, finished... wait, wait. Before you go to the other one, okay. Success- I'm gonna watch Succession. What's the girl's name? She's got the weird name. Shiv. 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 Shabon Roy. Is she still cheating on her man? Honey. So, number one, spoiler alert, yes, she is still cheating on her man. Oh, my God. Number two, Shiv is, she she does not know how to, when somebody says be quiet, okay, and this is for your good, like if your boss tells you to be quiet, just don't say anything. Just, and that's my advice. For Shiv, <laughs> if you are listening to this podcast, Shabon Roy, just be quiet sometimes. That's it. Never hurt. Silence just to just volumes. hush your mouth. Hush your mouth. You hush your mouth. <laughs> yeah, and okay. so it's you have like okay, I'm gonna have to watch. You really have to watch yeah, because now it's getting a I little f- out of control. I feel like I have to be like in the mood to watch Succession. Oh gosh, it's so good though, Marcus. But, okay, I'm telling you. Okay. So, so that I mean, I so I caught up on a lot of things. Um, 
And so just having that TV, I also finished the next big thing. That was their season finale, which is the what? A&R. So next big thing is a BET show okay. that has... I'm checked out. But let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you, sweetheart, it is an A&R boot camp. So like, keep in mind, like what making the band would look like today, mm-hmm. uh, where they are putting these artists through it, like mm-hmm. physical challenges all of these things, mental challenges, social media challenges. Uh, so that finished this past week. So wait, were these for actual artists? These were for like actual artists who are, some of them already had like actually some shine. That's what drew me to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I follow an artist called Duran Bernard who has, I've had you listen to him probably right. so many times probably. now, but really strong guy who sang background for Erica Badu. He found himself on the show this season and has, you know, made it pretty oh, so far. so this is more, this is not the first season? No, this, uh, yes, no, this is the first season. Okay, so I wonder if they're going to end up, like, chasing Destiny Girls. Well, that's, I don't know. So I've already started to kind of get into the winner's um, music, and we'll see. Speaking of chasing Destiny. They're not coming back. June's Diary actually did a beautiful tribute for Escape. Um, At Black Girls Rock? Was it at Black Girls Rock or was it, it was? I think it was something else. It was a, It was another send me show. A video clip of that. I will send you. They did a yeah, very beautiful tribute. That. It was okay. really good, actually. So, shout out to June's Diary. Shouts out. But just catching up on all of that. So many things. Really excited about this upcoming weekend. And um, yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to our next segment that we like to call Woo Chow. And Woo child right off the bat to Popeyes. Popeyes, this oh, ain't it. Child. This ain't it, Popeyes. Y'all had a good thing going. And you know what? Y'all had a good thing going. Why would you do this? You you taking two steps back and one step forward. And this was the first this is the first time I questioned. I was like, is Popeyes black owned? Because no, this seems like not. some black owned. <laughs> it's not. And you know I love my black owned businesses. We've talked about it on this podcast. It is not about supporting black owned businesses and things like that. But in this instance, this seems very reminiscent of some stuff that a black-owned business would do. So, obviously, Popeye's (laughs) has run out of their popular spicy chicken sandwich. And so they decided to remedy that, which I still don't understand what's taking them so long to get new sandwiches out. I think they're trying to figure out, to be honest, I think they're trying to figure out how to do this in a cost-effective way. So that means it's going to be crappy the second go around, probably. Possibly. I mean, clearly they not they want you to bring your own bread. So so, ba- so that's <laughs> what they're doing now. They've got this campaign out about a BYOB, bring your own bun and make your own chicken sandwich. Like make your own damn chicken sandwich. Do I need to get behind the counter and like put on some gloves and a hairnet and, and that's go not just what make it my is own about. You food? need to be at the boardroom meeting when someone <laughs> came up and was like, "Well, what if we just had people bring, bring their, their own, own bread?" <laughs> And I say bread because you know black people are not going to be They're making gonna buns. They're going to come up there with some white bread. We're going to come over there with white, two slices of white, white bread. bread. Right. Okay? Hot dog buns. <laughs> All yes. right? Cornbread. Like, yes. we are, people are going to start showing yes. up with the, 
the cornbread, the hot water cornbread, <laughs> like pancakes. Yeah, like, people gonna start coming up there yes. with that. You know, uh, some people might start coming up with uh, uh, flour tortillas. It's gonna be I just, crazy. I can't. I don't understand. And like, doing this whole BYOB, bring your own bread. It's not on bun because people are not bringing buns. Who thought that this was a good idea? This is not a good idea. Why are we? Why are you trying to make us do your job? Like y'all rent out of the damn sandwich. Why are we trying to make our own sandwiches. I guess my question is like, are we also gonna get the pickle? Are we gonna get the sauce for the spicy? Like, no, you're gonna get a piece of the chicken that they got, and you're gonna be able to it's throw three it on chicken your own tenders, blade. Right? I don't know. I think they're giving you three chicken tenders, and it's gonna be in a little box that says BYOB, and there you make your own sandwich. I don't understand what's taking them. It's chicken. Like, what is taking you so long to restock on chicken sandwiches? Like, Clearly, this is what it's you the do. Buns. This is what. This is what you do, like no, it's the buns. They say we don't have we don't have uh, buns to keep giving y'all out here. <laughs> Bring I'm your own you, bun. When I so when I tried the Popeyes chicken sandwich, I had to do it on Uber Eats. That's right. the only way I was able to order it. Right. A few and they people brought, I know said that. And they brought my stuff in a brown paper bag. And I said, "Excuse me." <laughs> I, t- I asked Uber Eats driver because you know all this stuff has been going around with Uber Eats. I'm like. What? So there wasn't even like, like, a we ran out of bag? Ba- they ran out of bags. They told me to tell you they ran out of bags. I'm sorry. So you bringing my stuff in a brown paper bag was wrapped, it at least, wrapped in a jewel grocery sack. Was it at least like stapled? No. I wouldn't have taken it. I definitely, you know what, but I wanted a chicken sandwich so bad, I did I wouldn't have taken it. They could have made that at home and came out. And you know what, if they did make it at home, do you have a card? Because it was good. <laughs> do you have a card? Do, do you, you cater? cater? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Exactly. It's the same thing. Because, do you cater? Yeah. I would love to have you come. <laughs> We might have an opportunity for yes. you. Do you cater? For employment. So, watch out to that. I can't. This gotcha. is, oh, what do you got? Well, for me, this is actually something that you sent me. You know, I'm always on the cusp so of pop culture. So, you sent me a video that I absolutely gagged and died over. Actually, the person who sent it to me is going to be all in my ear because he sent it to me and then I oh, sent wow. it to y'all. Well, so. okay. So, there is a video circulating around of, if you remember the Disney uh, movie Hercules, the muses um, that are part of the uh, movie, so the ones that sing the The gospel truth, truly the best part of the movie. Let's be honest. Um, There's now a viral video going around of a group of black men who are singing the songs as the the muses. They're dressed in white, it's full, there's choreography. There's, you know, there's so much, I absolutely, I like, I couldn't believe it. So here's my thoughts. Production, very well. Um, What's the, when you put the the music track together, what is it called when you do that? What do you, what do you Um, mean? The arrangement? The arrangement? The arrangement, very good. Um, The voices? Mm. Oh, what? I thought the voices some were better than others. Um, so to kind of give you guys an idea, who is in the uh, video? So James Wright Chanel, Tamar's hairstylist, isn't it? I don't know if he's her hairstylist. I know that he kicks it with her now and as a backup singer for her. He does hair, don't he? I don't know if he does. I'm not sure, but he's best known as the Patty Pie guy. Yeah. Um. So that is the guy that did the viral video about Patty's pies. Yes. So he's in this. The short one. I thought had the best voice. 
Are you talking? So there were two. The very short one with the braids. Yes, he had the best voice. Okay. And then the other boy, there was another boy who was like when they all stood in line from tallest to shortest. Mm-hmm. The other one standing next to him, he also had a really good voice. Those okay. are yeah, him right there in the mid in the front. So he had the best voice. Okay. Well, shout out. So Michael Corte, I think, is who actually brought these guys together to yes. do the arrangement. Yes. And so if you ever, so you can go on YouTube and you can just type in. Hercules Muses Medley, mm-hmm. um, and it will give you an idea about who is in it. And um, I'm trying to think of so. All right, here are the names. We've already said James Wright Chanel, Keenan D. Washington, who mm-hmm. I wasn't familiar with. Me neither. Cameron Wright, and then Trey Rebel Edwards, who is the guy with the braids. That's okay, the guy that he you were sounded talking about. amazing. And then Levance Colley is also. Um, a member of the muses, but it was really yeah, good. It was, it was really he cute. He could sing too. I liked um, him. So it was really, I, I mean, I love it. I'll probably do a post about it on our Instagram and yeah. just let people see. How many um, views? So you can see it. As of right now, only 88,000, but it was just posted tonight. not like not too long ago, just okay. a couple of days ago. Okay. So I would just keep that in mind as you're looking for something fun to watch. But definitely a woo child moment for me. Um, you know, another thing, a conversation that we've been having because Disney's doing all of these remakes, as if they were to ever do, which they probably will, a live action Hercules, who would we get to be playing the muses? And I mm. have my listing. I would choose okay. um, for the main muse, the head muse, um, that was, what's her name uh, from Broadway? What's her girl's name? The... I mean, it's Lilius White. Lilius White, yeah. yeah. To be Lilius White's character, I would go with Jennifer Hudson. Okay, um, yeah, that's there. I would I also choose that. Amber Riley um, to be a muse. Okay. I would also choose Chloe and Hallie to both be muses, to be like some of the, well, two of the younger muses. Okay. Um, and then the fifth spot, I think, would be a toss-up between um, an unknown or somebody who's not, uh, somebody who's just not like, Superstar heavy because if you bring in Jennifer and Amber, those are the recognizables, and then obviously Chloe and Hallie is recognizable, yeah. hmm. and then bring in somebody a little more unknown to be okay. the fifth muse. Um, I'm not mad at that lineup. Okay, I, I would have to see, of course, how well they blend and all of that mm-hmm. good stuff. Um, but definitely, doable. I mean, I could really see Amber and Jennifer carrying this. Yeah, I could I could definitely see that happening. I could also see bringing someone in from the gospel realm. Okay. Um, and that like okay. also being like a really cool thing. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. So I mean, but I mean, when you anyway, think about it, they, Jennifer comes from a gospel background. I mean, yeah. No, I'm just saying someone from and like I think the Amber gospel does too. From and not from a gospel background. I guess more so like the actual doing gospel, gospel industry. Yeah. Right. Because so, like, isn't Amber Cheryl there. Pepsi Riley's daughter or niece or something like that? I don't, I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't know. I think so. Um, so I mean, like both of them come from a gospel background, but yeah. I get what you're saying. So yeah. So I think just to kind of incorporate. You know, a little bit from everywhere. Okay. Um, I think that that would, could could be a really cool thing. But yeah, uh, what else? What do you have next? Um, do your next one really quickly. Okay. Uh, for me, ooh, child, Adele, our beloved Adele, has um actually filed for divorce, unfortunately. So, um, she is married to Simon Konecki. I think that that is how you say his name. Um, but just a few days ago. The singer filed for divorce um, in Los Angeles. They do have a six-year-old son that will now they'll now have to kind of figure out uh, custody with. But that is one thing 
that right now we're not as necessarily knowing what the reason is behind this. Um, but All I know is that album about to be fire. And you know what? Appear- it could be. It could. But it could also be very like. You know, like I'm not gonna touch on that right now. Well, I mean, apparently the rumor has it that she, you see it. Come on, come on, get into it. You oh, caught it? Did oh, you catch honey, that? You made a little joke. Did you catch good that? You. Did you catch that? Yeah, that was good. Catch it. Um, apparently, she's releasing a new album at the end of this she year. Is. Uh, and apparently, Rihanna's also releasing a new album at the end of this year. I've heard that as well. Rumor has it. Right. So. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, good job. Good job. Um, But we'll see exactly. Nothing has actually been signed. And we don't even know if there's actually a prenup involved yet. I thought she had already split from him, but uh, they're just now. So I think it was in April that they did split. So in April, they separated. And now now it's actually like, let's do this. Okay. Um, Which is sad. And then they're going to have to figure out, you know, some stuff like that. Uh, so I don't think the prenup is in play, which I'm a little nervous about for my girl. Because I don't know. What does he do? I think he was like a producer or something like that. He does something. He's not no just regular degular. Uh, okay. I don't, like I said, I don't really know of this, this, this kid. I know that he's older than her. Right. Um, By a lot. Yeah, it's like 15 years or something like that. But... I think the only thing that they'll have to try to figure out is, yeah, what what this money is going to look like. Um, and then also the son, so Angelo, mm-hmm. who's the six-year-old um, son. But Adele, okay. hope all is well, and yes. we send our best wishes out to you. Um, my next Wu Child, I don't even have a lot to say about it, but this whole Sean Mendes, Camila, Camilla Cabello. What is that? It's getting out of hand for me. My head hurts. Like... They posted something on social media because I guess everybody was uh, berating them because they haven't like publicly kissed or whatever, and so they did this just really. I saw that video. awkward cringe. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, ooh, woo child. Like that's not necessary. I just I don't I like I can't get into this. Like this seems like a PR stunt to me. Well, I'm trying to figure out like, okay, is this more so like since you guys are questioning or since you guys ask for it like let's do this and make fun of it probably which i'm not opposed to like that's fine like i think which sometimes is fine. It's like yeah i don't think it's anything um to be jealous about marcus i don't first of all <laughs> ain't nobody jealous <laughs> i think it's just very interesting because like coming from a standpoint where sean mendez wanted to keep his like private life private to like all of a sudden being everywhere in the media with this girl it's like you're like purposefully trying to shove this down our throats and it's like this is clearly staged do you think that this is camila camila yet led i don't well i think this is both of their publicists led mm, okay you know and like that you know this is one of those i help my followers you i help your followers you help and mine. i don't think sean mendez actually needs the help i think that i don't she think does. she does either i she think had, she does she's had some hits she's definitely had top some, selling album she had a cute little havana moment i mean that's the only one i know yeah that's the only was, one i know as well so that was cute <laughs> that was definitely cute but that was two years you. ago um she's got new music have okay can you name a song i couldn't okay so that's what i'm saying i don't know if he really I could, needs but I, I couldn't name a sean mendez song either 
Um, in my blood or something like that. I think that's what oh, I like. Something like that. In my blood. I <laughs> How think does it go? My, it isn't in my blood. Oh, uh, I have heard. It that. isn't in my blood. And I have heard stitches. Okay. I yeah. So that. don't don't Two sit songs. here and do Sean. Don't do Two Sean. Two songs. Because see, when you do clownery, <laughs> the, clown the clown comes, comes back, back to, to bite. <laughs> but I think for me, this is more so Camilla led, and she sees. And you know what? I don't. Mm, I'm about to go to a place. Go there. Come on. What you got? <clears throat> like, okay. Can we talk? But it can be tough, right? Like coming from the same place as a counterpart. You you might have been in the same group as someone. And it's not, it can be tough not to look at them as competition. Mm-hmm. So as we see the Normani storm and the Normani empire starting to rise, mm-hmm. it could be tough not to want to match that same energy. Right. And maybe that this is a ploy to do that or to draw attention away right or not to draw attention away but just at least to kind of keep on the same level to keep the relevance yes um interesting okay well hmm. i don't have anything else to say about that woo chow well up next for me my woo chow moment is more like a celebratory praise report my girl Megan Thee Stallion has signed with Rock Nation. Yeah, so I see, I see, I see. Snaps, kisses, and claps all to Meg and the whole Meg Thee Stallion family and camp. Uh, really excited for this move. I think that this is a really great move for her. Um, I, you know, for a while she was doing things independent and trying to figure out how she was going to make things happen. She was a part of another. A label situation that she was releasing her releasing her music through. Mm-hmm. I think it was like fifteen hundred or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, fifteen oh one certified entertainment. But um, she's going to start to be managed through Rock Nation now. Huh. There's it's going to be kind of I think for a while it's going to kind of be a dual situation. Right. From what I read, and some people actually had that. Mm-hmm. Um, Two labels. Right. So like. Managed by Rock Nation, but actually signed, but actually with another label uh, for other things like mm-hmm. Meek Mill, DJ Khaled, that kind of thing. So maybe like for yeah. distribution. So yeah, something like along that. those lines. But yeah. I don't think that this is this move will hurt Meg at all. This is going to just I think push her farther into the stratosphere. Um, she's on a really good plan right now. Keep it going, baby. Um, big ups to you. I would think that. I hope that the distribution is through Rock Nation since they clearly have more money. But I hope the management is still through her other label because, I mean, Jay-Z's been a little iffy as of late in some of his well, dealings and decisions. And so I want to make sure that she kind of steers clear of that and also, like, um, you know, kind of forges her own path a little bit here. She's going to continue to release her music through the previous label. Though. Right. Okay. Okay. And then the man so then I wonder is going to come from Rock Nation. Interesting. So I hope Rock Nation is also uh, cutting a check. For <laughs> Can her. you write a check? Can right. you do that? Can you do um, that? No, and I think that they will. I think that they're going to give her, they're going to put a lot of resources in her. They know that she is a star right now. She's hot. This mm-hmm. is definitely hot something they summer. can capitalize on as well. Um, so it's going to be a win-win. Speaking of which, people have been ragging on Meg Thee Stallion because of her stylist, her stylings, and saying that a lot of the things like she's been wearing to the red carpet, like uh-huh. this picture you have up now, just don't look good on her. What are your thoughts? Um, I My thought was is that I was like, well, you know, she's a new artist. Beyonce had on some questionable items when she first came I out. I think one of the Jennifer, things that we have to remember, too, is that Meg is country. 
Right. And like, especially from Houston, they like to do things a certain way. Right. They like to bring a lot of certain things like that. So I could take you back to Beyonce. I mean, even Lizzo. Lizzo's from Houston. And right. Like, and you know, they like to wear things a certain way. They right. like to have a lot of, you know, they embrace a lot of the uh, cowboy country-isms. Right. A lot of the studded stuff. They, Bedazzled. I mean, we've, we've definitely seen that with our girls from Houston. Yes. Um, I think she just needs a little more polish. But I mean, I think it's come. something that comes with it time. Will, it yeah. will totally Agreed. come as Agreed. as her star rises. There will be more more people hoping and praying to style her, dress her, things like that. Agreed. I could get her hooked up with Jason Bolden if need be. Yes. I love that show so right? much. So, um, I think she looks fine right now. Man, do keep too. doing you. Everybody wanna talk about everybody wanna talk about what somebody else got on. You mind your business, you keep shopping at Ross. Handle me? Who gonna handle me? Right, shopping yeah. at Ross. You tried it. Yeah. <laughs> um, my last woo child just comes from New York Fashion Week. Um, Cheetos had a fashion show. Interesting. Mm, okay. I saw some of the fashions and I could probably do a better job. I, I, I definitely think <laughs> this was like a ploy okay. just to grab eyeballs. I don't think this was necessarily a serious thing. Um, but Cheetos clearly put their name on it. So, I mean, hmm. I don't, it's very interesting, but, uh, was not cute. Not cute at all. And then Saweetie performed at the Cheetos fashion show and like people were sit looking at her during her performance just dead. Low energy. I guess my question, this was more so... Are we gonna? Is this gonna come out later that this was all like a publicity stunt? Right, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. It's like it's just a publicity stunt. I did see a couple of clips of it. Kurt, uh, kudos to Cheeto for um, the representation. Yes. amongst all the Body models, positivity. there was like all different types, all shapes, skinny, fat, of models. So big, I love short. that. Um, so kudos to you guys, nice. and um, I'm looking forward to see how this comes out. As a part of your marketing plan. Yeah. So woo chow to that. Yeah. Um, that's all I've got. Okay. Well, I think we should take a break right now. And then when we Let's come back, I have a brand new segment I want to introduce called Hashtag Get Excited. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll be back. Bye. <laughs> Alrighty, welcome back, and we got a new segment for you this week, um, one that I didn't even know about, <laughs> so yep. please. So this is called Hashtag Get Excited, and one of the things that we can really talk about, because I feel like with, and it comes to Fizz or Flatter, when it comes to Wu Chow, we talk about things that have already happened, mm-hmm. on the cusp of happening, um, but Get Excited is one where we can kind of do some long-term um uh, cheerleading for things that are coming down the pipeline. I feel in like the world you just be making culture. this shit up like as you go. No, 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 no. So, um, part of Get Excited was what I wanted to do really was to do a segment in which I got to highlight some movies. If you listen to the podcast, you know how I've talked about this past summer was complete shit for movies. Like, for there were no great movies that I felt like came out during like the summer. That. Um, and you and I have talked about this time and time again, Marcus. There whole was, episode. It was a really, really bad summer for movies. For you. Um, and there wasn't anything that came out that I thought really wild. Okay. But with this coming fall, okay. I'm really excited about the movies that are coming up. And I wanted to count down my top five oh. um, and provide you guys with a little 
bit of insight of about what to expect coming to theaters this fall. So hit us with number five. All right. So number five, I actually have, it's a tie right now. I wanted to do something for the kids, something for the family, understanding that not everyone, when you go to the movies, you can always see what you want. Sometimes you got to bring kids, you got to bring cousins, all of those things. And so this is something more so you can bring your nieces and nephews and kids too. And that's good for you. (laughs) Good for you. Um, But number five, it's a tie between Frozen 2 and Maleficent. So we're actually bringing back two of those um, for their sequels this fall. Angelina Jolie will be reprising her role as Maleficent with a couple of more people that will be joining her this time. Mm-hmm. Elle Fanning, as well as Michelle Pfeiffer. And Chiwetel um, Ejiofor. So it's really, it's going to be a really exciting movie. I've seen the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, things look good. And so you can expect to see Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, on October 18th. Okay. Okay. And then Frozen 2 has been long awaited, but it is now finally back. Adina Menzel and Kristen Bell are going to be reprising their roles as sister princesses. And it's going to introduce a lot more fun characters. Of course, Olaf will be there and Kristoff, but it's going to be a lot more fun characters that will come down the pipeline as well. A lot more adventure. So on November 22nd, go and see Frozen 2. I'm sure that this is going to be a high grossing film. Probably Black Friday. And it's probably going to go pretty crazy in terms of right in time for the holidays for kids to request Frozen 2 toys. I'm excited for the holidays. Really exciting stuff. All right, number number four. four. Number four. Now, this isn't one that I saw necessarily for me, but more so appealing to the masses. This has been also a long-awaited movie coming, and that is Downton Abbey. So Downton Abbey, the movie, is going to be coming to theaters this fall. I never watched the series. So the series was a pretty popular PBS series from 2011 to 2015. Um, but, oh, I mean, it came on PBS from 2011 to 2015. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, and so, because we don't have BBC here, right. we got to see it through PBS. Um, Correct. Right. <laughs> Keep going. But. Uh, do your show. Right. Do you, girl, do your do show. Do your show. Girl, Sit do your show. Do your show. This is just but segment. on <laughs> September 20th, the Crawleys, along with their servants, are all going to be coming to the big silver screen. Um, and of course, Dame Maggie Smith will be there in the center of it all. Come on, so Maggie. So be sure to check that out. Um, from what I understand, the story is going to pick up in 1927 um, as everyone prepares for a visit from the king and queen. Uh, didn't she play? She played Professor McGonagall, right? In Harry Potter, yes. yes. Okay. Okay, that's. Girl, do your show. Right. Come so, on. This is my <laughs> like, segment. Why you keep like, this is my segment. Like, thank you. Okay. So, that is number four. Number three, I know that you're also going to be excited about this as well. Don't look. Do oh, not peek. Okay, sorry. But we've um, all seen the trailer for Joaquin Phoenix portrayal as the Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is also going to be coming to theaters in October. So, yeah, October 4th to be excited. about that. I'm okay. He's not crazy about it, but I definitely am, and I know a few others that are. I don't think I'm a um, Joaquin Phoenix fan. I think that's. I'm definitely a Joker fan, yes. and the the role is something that's really cool. This is going to be half origin story, I think, for the Joker. Right. Um. So it's going to give us an intel of that to how he got to where he is. It's going to give us some insight to the family as well, 
and um, how he became to be this villain of Gotham City. Okay. So I'm really excited for Joaquin personally. I think that it's yeah. going to be a good performance. Next. He has just enough weirdness. He that he does to really bring home you're, that role. You're absolutely right. He certainly does. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and, and for the Joker. Okay. Number two, I've actually like this past week alone. I have been like entrenched in this person but entrenched. yeah hmm. um judy which is the oh the judy garland movie. for judy garland what, who's playing the judy? renee zellwicker is very she's coming on um as judy garland and is actually singing in this film oh, really? as judy garland yes i've not and seen so the trailer for this. i have watched almost every trailer is i've seen every okay. little behind the scenes okay. moment i'm gonna have to check this um, out Come on, I'm Renee. Really the spotlight. I'm really excited. I, from what I can see right now, Renee, she is Judy. So clearly this is going to be Oscar She becomes, contention. I mean, she becomes Judy Garland in this film. Okay. Um, it's such a physical transformation. Mm-hmm. Um, as you know, Judy Garland, who was very, very small, mm-hmm. um, especially at the time of her death, which is where the film centers around. So I think that this, this visits Judy towards the end of her life. How did she die? In again? London from uh, she actually overdosed in London. Okay. She was uh, doing a series of concerts um, there and um, met her demise there through um, alcohol and barbiturates and things like that. But Renee's portrayal, I mean from just what I've seen, it it, it has me so excited. And so I've spent some time um, really trying to get to know a little, as much as I can about Judy Garland before I go see the film. I'm going to have to watch the trailer. Because it will have some, it does have some aspects of her life before. Right. Um, that, does it cover Wizard of Oz? It. I think it briefly, oh, I mean, really? briefly touches on Wizard okay. of Oz because that was such a different time for her. Right. Um, this really focuses on Judy as a mother. Oh, okay. So as an adult. As an, yeah. So as an adult um, in her late 40s, after... I would say the her star had met its peak. yeah her peak yeah. and um, she was past her you peak. kind of see yeah so you kind of see what life was like on the dark darker side of fame for her okay um, so I'm really excited and that was two for me okay um, it was a close it wasn't a close race for between two and one but Ooh. definitely okay um, what's number that's one? one that I was really excited about Judy is coming to fit, uh, theater September 27th oh, so, soon. so yeah very soon so okay. get ready number one is Harry of course so November 1st Cynthia Revo will be taking center stage as Harriet Tubman the freedom uh, freedom fighter abolitionist who is responsible for leading over 300 slaves to freedom during the Underground Railroad I'm, this movie is so overdue. Yes. This story is so overdue. Um, I'm excited to see it getting the shine that it needs, and I need everyone to go support this film. Um, Cynthia, who is a dynamo of Absolutely. stage, screen, and uh, um, film. Um, I'm sorry, stage, screen, and music. Uh, is going to be coming and bringing a really spectacular performance. I already know it. And I can put money on it today that what she's going to do is going to be nothing short of amazing. I'm really excited. It better be. And if it's not, I will be the first one out there with my picket uh, (laughs) with my picket signs ready to go. Protest. Um, But November 1st, I'm really excited about this film and it took top spot for me. So 
Um, although the summer was very lackluster in film for me, I'm so excited about the fall, guys. Make sure that you go and check these films out. I will be giving uh, my reviews through this podcast, through my social media. So feel free to keep in touch with me and ask me about my thoughts on all of this. Yeah, and I'll be giving my reviews on Twitter like I usually do with movies. Um, in the same vein as movies, you know what I've been thinking? I am ready for like another good black musical. And I was thinking about it and I was like... Like what? What was the last good one? Like Dreamgirls? Yeah. Or was I, there one after that? I'm th- I, can't, I don't think so. But what do you think about Once on this Island being redone as a movie mm-hmm. and who would you have like play the i don't see once on this island as a live action film i see it more really? so as an animated film really yeah okay oh, because of like the magical but yeah. i mean like with effects and I stuff just, like I that nowadays I, I think i would want to see a live action i would, I would rather see i would rather see it animated um is there another all of the music Okay. Um, I just don't see Once on This Island as a live action for me that I'm like excited about. Is there any other black musicals you could think of that you would want to see on the big screen? I think what would be interesting is to maybe see a musical um, that might not necessarily be um, anticipated as a black musical, right. and but I'd with say a that, black it doesn't cast. Have to be black I think musical. that would be cool. What? Um, I mean, there there are so many. I've said for years, Bye Bye Birdie. Mm-hmm. with an all-black cast should be something that's either done on Broadway or mm-hmm. on screen. Like, that, to me, that is a home run, like, mm-hmm. right there. Um, I think that there are, I mean, and of course there are others, but um, the way that things the way that things are going, I could, <laughs> I could see, um, and I don't want to say it, but the say, way that things are going. Say so their names. I've, I've definitely seen a cycle of movies or books being turned into musicals and then back into movies. So, for instance, like Hairspray, which was a movie turned musical, and then they turned that musical into a movie. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm, okay. So, like, you know, Hairspray had Ricky Lake in it. Right. And then they went and took that to Broadway. Right. And then they brought that Broadway musical, what they adapted into it, as a actual... Movie. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Right. Okay. And so, I don't want to say this out loud, but I can definitely see the Color Purple musical being turned into a movie. No. And I'm just telling you, I definitely could see it. Too much. And I'm not saying that it should. I'm just saying Uh, I could see people falling on that and being like, yes, like, let's, yes, let's do a movie. uh It's time. For the musical. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Mm, I don't have any comments on that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I kind of want, I want some other things revived, not revived, but like explored. Not stuff that has been explored already. Okay. So, I don't know. Just something to think about. Yeah. Okay, is that all you got? So that was my hashtag get excited segment. Hopefully you'll see more things. And this uh, this segment doesn't just have to hit on movies. This will hit on music, music. as well stage. as stage, books, you name it. Well, you don't read, so. That... Girl, please. I will read you yeah. right here and right now. So yeah. don't do me. Don't. 
Because I'll do you when these other girls <laughs> won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. All right. We're going to take another quick yeah, break take while quick break. he gets himself together over no, here. No, I'll get you together. <laughs> we will be right back with our signature segment, Fizz or Flat. Stay tuned. All right, welcome back. It's time for our next segment that we like to call Fizz or Flat. Yes. And SNL is making history, which I don't understand how this is possible. It's almost 2020. Um, Bo and Yang, the first Asian American cast member, is joining really? the show as a featured player. Huh. He started off as a writer last year, and now he's actually going to be featured in the show. And cool. so there's a lot of... Um, uh, congratulatories being given to him for joining the show. Nice. So, do we giving this a fizz or a flat? I'm giving this a fizz. I mean, this definitely is a fizz, and he's also is he gay? Uh, I don't know. I think he's gay. Well, I mean, don't just judge him off of his photos. No, I'm not. I'm just saying I think he's gay. Okay, I don't know. I did. I did a little light reading, but I think he's gay. Okay. Um, but yeah, this is good. So yeah, this is exciting. Oh, for Bowen. Bowen. So. Um, I will be interested to see. Oh, he was on Two Dope Queens. Yeah, yeah he's yes, he's part of the LGBT family. Yes. So yes, sis, go ahead. Go ahead. So I'll give we're giving us a fizz. Good. Um, what do you have? I think. Well, number one, first, let's go back to Bowen. Mm-hmm. Um, how is it that SNL has been able to get away with this lack of representation the for same, so long? The same reason that they did that whole black girl casting thing a few years back, where they did that casting call. And had like every black girl comedian come and audition because everybody was protesting the fact that there were not any black women on the show. But I guess this is my question too. And Besides Leslie Jones. Right. Um, is this something that they've been able to get away with because SNL's audience is so white? Maybe. I don't know. I don't watch SNL. That's what I mean. And I know actually. Um, my I, old man watches SNL. I used to back in the day, he, but so my old man loves some. He loves him some SNL child. Oh, really? Like, records it. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but I, I, it just yeah, it makes me wonder how they've been able to get away with it so long. And I guess closed mouths don't get fed. But I just don't feel like the audience is there. The people of color audience is there for where that's made a big enough push for it. No, and I mean like to me. My heyday when I used to watch SNL was the day when, you know, the Tina Fey's, Kristen Wiig, Amy Poehler, Jimmy Fallon, uh, Bill Hader, you know, those people were on, Maya Rudolph, you know, those people were on the show. That was my favorite time. But after most of them left, um, Andy Samberg, you know. That's um, just crazy. Yeah. He's the first person of full Asian descent uh, to yeah. be on the show. That's what he said. Huh. And guess and guess what? He's um, only the fifth LGBTQ person to be a cast member. Boom, boom, boom. Huh. Huh. Very huh. interesting. So, but I'm giving this a fizz for Bowen for snagging this and getting up on there. So, right. good for him. Yeah, no. Big ups to you, sir. Kill it. Please kill it. All right. What do you have next? So, moving on, um, another Asian. Okay. Andrew Yang. Okay. So, did you watch the debates at all? I did not. Okay, so I got I got to catch like a little bit, but in one of the clips, um, 
Andrew Yang got to talk a little bit about his plan for the Freedom Dividend. Have you heard of this? Mm-mm. Please explain. Okay, so Andrew Yang, who is presidential candidate, Democratic presidential candidate, has a plan that he would like to implement if he is elected. The Freedom Dividend is a universal basic income plan of $1,000 a month for every American adult over the age of 18. Oh, I have heard of this. Right. Okay. Um, and this is, I mean, regardless of your work status or any other factor, like this would be given to every um, adult. Mm-hmm. And to spend on it what you will. The only caveat is that you cannot lend or borrow mm-hmm. um, your actual, that, that actual piece of income. But What do you mean <laughs> lend or borrow? So it will be illegal to like lend out your... Give it to somebody else. Yeah. Or would, you know like how people like, okay, I'm really going to show some knowledge here. Come on. But like, let's say, you know how you get like, you know how you get like food stamps, right? Right. Like selling food stamps. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. So like, let's say that you got that money. It's like, look, I'll just give you my thousand when I, when I hit it back or whatever, like, Mm -hmm. or I'll take you to go get. Right. But something about this plan is to, yeah, yeah, he wants to Americans to be able to take care of things that they need to take care of. And so it doesn't have to go to bills. It doesn't have to go. It can go to be, really be anything that you want Uh um this could go towards your education if you wanted to start a business if you wanted to be more creative we could put this in cold pot how are what is his plan to pay for this so that is where i'm trying to figure out exactly where's the money gonna come from but i think that it's just i think it's a um, discussion just distribution of how certain money is given out um and so maybe it's not necessarily like going to be like certain money that's distributed for people below a certain income or welfare or things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think this might be a, a question of just how we're going to try to take, um, take all of that money and evenly distribute it. Is it going to be a uh, one per household or what do you mean? Like, can like, if you have more Any of- adult, every adult over the age of 18, Hmm. I need to read up on this a little bit more. Hey, I don't know much it's about not, it. Yeah, I've got it's a not, lot of it's not a one per household mm-hmm. thing. So let's mm-hmm. say me and you live together. That's two checks coming in. <laughs> and I need your 1000 to go <laughs> put together with my 1000 Yeah, I need to do a little more research on this because I have a lot more questions. So go to his, you can go yeah. to his website, yang2020.com, and you can learn a little bit more about the Freedom Dividend. But I find it to be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I need... I'm like you. I really need to see the receipts. Right. I need to see how is this really going to be broken down, and is this something else that it could be going to or take? Could we take care of? Like, of course, you know, Americans have issues with debt. A lot of student debt out there. Right. Um, poverty. People who are working poor. All of these things. But in this. In this plan, I think the freedom to do with it what you want might be its might be the kryptonite yeah, here. Like, yeah, we need to figure there might out need something to be some else. Stipulations. So I'm really interested to see all the fine print that would come out with this plan. I don't know if we're gonna get there. Yang doesn't seem like too much of a front runner Child, to me. I didn't even know he was in the race. But honey, if he gets too many more people after this 2020 waiting to get their thousand dollars, are you to, giving this a fizz or a flat? I'm going to give it, um, 
What what do I want to give this? I'm going to give it a fizz. Huh. I'm going to give it a fizz. You have to give it... Look, you have to give the man credit in terms of just marketing in this campaign. Right. You go to his... Fr- look, you see his... It looks uh, like a promotional ad. Boom. Yeah. Like, come on. D- talk about it. Like, he definitely... Yeah. Is it's a cute all about website. trying to... Yeah, about trying to, like, get his name out there. So, right. I'm going to give it a fizz as far as the most creative political campaign that I've seen. I'm going to give this an indifferent because I don't know much about it, so I can't give it a fizz can or you a give flat. The, can you give the technique a fizz or a flat? The, what, what technique how? What do you mean? So him basically putting this plant out there. The idea? Yeah, the idea. Uh, I mean, come on. This is not sustainable. Right. It's not. So come on. Like, really, come on. So then I would give it a flat. Okay. Because I, I, this doesn't seem sustainable. Okay, well, you spoken. And then, like, because... No, the case closed. Doom, doom. <laughs> That's my law and order sound effect. Okay, yeah, I'm going to give it a flat then. <laughs> Sorry, gang. Sorry, boo. Um, okay, moving on. All right. Uh, just right off the bat, I'm going to let you know this is a total fizz for me. Um, Tracy Ellis Ross was on her Instagram the other day and filming an episode of Blackish, and she had a couple, a few girlfriends along for the ride in this feminist episode. So so excited about having she, the cast of girlfriends is right. Be on an I was gonna say like, are you gonna tell Blackish? Them that? Oh, yes, yeah. I'm getting there. It's all about the build up. Okay, gotcha. okay. you can learn a thing or two. Gotcha. You know, okay. yes. you can learn a thing or Teach two. Teach me. Okay. Because you don't know nothing about production baby. value, honey. Okay. So learn a thing or two. You don't have okay? to worry about production value when Gosh. you are the production. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. Okay. Yes. No. So um, the, the <laughs> cast of Black or oh, the cast of Blackish, the cast of Girlfriends is going to be on Blackish, and everyone looks so good. They did look good. Oh my God! Everyone they looked looks so good. good. They definitely did. And I don't. It's so funny because like. I know they're like actress names, but I still call them by their character names. So Maya, Lynn, and Tony all looked good. Hmm. Yeah. No, they definitely Lynn looked, looked really good. good. They all looked. I mean, I said okay. I mean, um, you can tell they've aged, but like they I can't. look good. I, I I really couldn't. I mean, we know that black doesn't crack, but dang, y'all y'all definitely kept everything up. I mean, I'm just saying, I want to know where you're going with this. They definitely kept it up and up and out, out there. I just, like, all right. I want to. I think the, the the outpouring of like excitement just further proves that like, can we at least get like a a movie or a special? Didn't or someone something? comment on it that they were gonna they would finance it? I don't know. Maybe like Will Packer or something like that. I feel like someone commented this needs to happen there. though. This needs to happen. Like I've se- I've never seen this many people excited about um, a cameo and like these girls being back. The girlfriends was a good show. Like it was one of the. It's so funny because it was one of the first shows I started watching on UPN. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know because it was girl that was like their big show at the yeah, time. Yeah, it was good. It you was know? definitely good, and it it got even a little bit more weird because of. I think Kelsey Grammer was like yeah, a big part a, of it. Executive producer yeah, on the yeah. show. Yeah. So. And I remember, I think it was Tracy who talked about that. Or no, it was a... Kelsey Grammer was on The Breakfast Club a long time ago when I listened mm-hmm. to them. And he was talking about how he was a um, producer on Girlfriends because Charlemagne is a big Girlfriends fan. Okay. And he had asked him about that. 
So, but yeah, we need like a movie. A, uh, I don't want to. I don't necessarily want to say a reboot, but like maybe like a, a limited series or a limited something like that or another. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm a huge fizz for me. All right. Well, cool. What well, What did you give it? Um, of course, this is a fizz for me. I, I feel like know, Girlfriends child. is a staple. Like, it here. has to be, yeah, it's right. like one of those shows that, like, will always stand the test of time. And, yeah, I agree. And is iconic. Do you remember on UPN all the, the black shows that they had? Yeah. What it was, was beautiful. The, what was it like? Half and half, one, one on one. one. Um, what was the show with, uh, they had T- Dwayne Martin and Lisa Ray on it? That was uh, half and half. No, that half and half. That was the show that had the girl from the craft and um, other old girl from Deliver Us from Eva. One on one, then. No, one on one was okay. He's clear. No, it don't. was. No, one on one was a show with Kyla Pratt and Flex Washington. Flex Anderson. Um, just the two of us. Mm. It was. It was based on Will Smith's and yes. Jada Pinkett's. Yes. Uh, world life. Yeah, I forget the name of the show though, but um. But then they had that. They had, um, I think at some point, wasn't the Parkers on UPN? All of us. All of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but so many like black shows on there that I used to watch. Eve, remember Eve was on there too yeah. on the UPN. Um, Moesha. Moesha. All of us had yeah. to have the Parkers. Yep. Yeah, the Parkers That's was right. my shit. I love the Parkers so, so much. Yeah. So Malcolm and Eddie used to be on there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Eve was actually a really good show. I was surprised by that, and it was so funny. And somebody said this on Twitter too. They oh, were the like, Googlies. "Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about them too." Somebody said that the show Eve, but like Eve wasn't a character name on the show. Eve wasn't her character's name on the show. Mm, that's interesting. So it was like, well, why was the show named Eve then? Hey, maybe it was on the eve of something great. Okay. I don't know. That was a try. I really did. I tried. Get you a ladder and come off of that ladder. I tried. It was a reach. (laughs) Um, All right. What do you got? All right. Up next for me, GOT fans. A little birdie named (laughs) Deadline.com told me that we are getting close to a pilot order for the Game of Thrones sequel. You mean so, prequel? Prequel, yeah. Prequel, I guess. That would probably be the best way to put it. Right. Um, because this actually will take place before the Game of Thrones that we know. So right. this is actually set to take, I think, 300 years before like during the everything that happened. Targaryen so yeah, this, like that. this prequel is going King. to heavily focus on the House of Targaryen. Yes. But we're getting very close to maybe getting a pilot order and then going into production for that. I'm really excited about it now the only issue i have an issue the only issue i think you're gonna say the same thing is that if my brother george rr R. martin is not at the helm of the writing he's not going to be well we, then we have a problem <laughs> we need to secure that because what i don't want is a, a rehash repl- of seven of, seven and eight yeah i don't want a rehash of this last season that was a little bit of a mess so we need to figure out how we're going to incorporate him to make this prequel happen. I think other than that, too, the only other thing I'm not excited about with this prequel is just going to be a lot more white people. Like, there are little to no people of color in this Game of Thrones world. Well, I mean, yeah, but, like, I feel like there's ways we, we can get around that. 
we can get some people of color in there as like main characters. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they might not be House of Targaryen. Clearly. Clearly. I guess. But there's ways that we could get some people in there as some main characters. Um, just, I mean, I would say maybe not like at um, the Mad King level, but maybe like at the Grey Worm. And what's the girl's Missandei. name? Missande. Normani, what's her name? <laughs> Missande. 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 <laughs> Are you so, giving this a fizz or a flash? I am giving so it a fizz stupid. because I think it does have potential, but we just really need to be in charge of who's in the writing room. I'm I'm reluctant to give this a fizz, but I think for the same reasons I'll give this a fizz. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, the last thing I had uh, is the weekend. He premiered a new look. Um, at New York Fashion Week, uh, what do you think? I mean, what do you want me to say? I mean, do you like his new look? Do you not like his new look? He looks he, he looks fine. Um, I don't think it's bad. I think he looks good. Um, it's different. It's uh, definitely a long way from what he used to look like. Mm. You know, especially with the dreads and everything like that. He kind of reminds me of a young Mario Van Peebles. No. A little bit? No. Not on his best day. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> try Anthony Anderson. You, looks like Anthony Anderson. You tried it. Okay. You tried it. That's who he looked like. Not Mario. <laughs> Please. He wish. He wish. He wish Mario Van Peebles. <laughs> That's blasphemy. It's, no. He It doesn't look bad. I mean, he, I think the mustache definitely makes his face look skinnier. A little bit, or maybe it's the haircut. I don't know, or maybe it's just the clean shavenness. You think that he looks? looks weird. But you, are you saying that you think he looks smaller? Yeah. Okay, you think it slimmed him down? I do. I mean, he looks slimmer. What do you think? I'm gonna give it a fizz. I mean, you try new things. I mean, his hair has definitely come a long way. So, I give it a fizz. What do you think? Once again, I think he he looks fine. Fizz or flat, boo. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a. Um, I'm going to give it a flat. I don't think that this was a step in the right direction. I'm hoping that this is for a role, possibly. I hope that he's doing a play, possibly. And it wasn't at New York Fashion Week; it was at the Toronto Film Festival. I think he. I think he is. I hope he's doing a play, or something that he had to do this for a role or something. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Fizz or flat? I said flat. This is a oh, flat okay. for me. I'm not going to... Yeah. It's mm -mm. a flat for me, dog. No, it's a boot. It's a boot. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I've got for fizz or flat. Do you have anything else? No. One of the things I wanted to hit and wanted to talk about was the sentence for Felicity Huffman. She's not um, going to do it. There seems to be a lot of conversation in regards to the sentence. For those who don't know, Felicity Huffman, as well as Lori Loughlin, also came under fire earlier this year for um, their work in a college admission scandal involving their children. Mm -hmm. And so there was money paid, there were lies told, there were records fudged so that their students could, so that their kids could gain admission into college. So after all of this, I believe Felicity Huff Huffman pled not guilty. She had a not, or no, no she, she pled no, she, yeah, guilty. Thank you. 
She did. She did. She pled guilty. Yes. And, and she paid um, $15,000. She paid a little money. Or a fine and or then whatever. they gave her 14 days in jail. Not 14 weeks. 14 days. Not Two 14 weeks. months. 14 days. Not 14 years. They gave this girl 14 days. In Martha Stewart's old cell. White privilege. Um, it's tough because, you know. And she's not going to serve all 14 days. Like, definitely not. No, no, no. It's tough because you hear, like, you think of something like this. It's like, okay, was this, like, is this a victimless crime? Is this somewhere where somebody got hurt? You know, all of these things. You put those things out there. But then also, you have to bring in consideration of other things that have happened. So, for instance, um, the case where uh, the mom from Bridgeport, Tanya McDowell, was sentenced five years. Uh, and she was charged in, uh, with first-degree larceny for enrolling her son in a school in the wrong school district. So, I think she, like, maybe lied about her address so that he could go to a different school or a better school that she thought. And she received five years for this. Now... Granted, without putting all her business out there, she did have, I think that she had another charge or something that had happened previously. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, that has nothing to do with, it was not connected at all to this. Right. Um, So for her to get five years for something so minuscule, right, with her, just, I mean, basically she had her child's um, address. She She had given another address. Uh, to the school. I didn't even know that was something you could go to jail for. Yes. Oh, yes, honey. <laughs> oh, yes. Especially up in Connecticut. Right. I don't know if it's, I wonder if that's a state law as the reason why she went to jail. Or well, you know, in New England, what? they get really competitive about schools. Right. No, that's I'm a sure. really serious thing. I'm sure. I mean, from preschools all the way up to college, like it gets really, really serious. It gets really, really competitive. Um, and so. It's just tough when you see something like that happen, and then you have Felicity Huffman get 14, get 14 days. days. Like, how is this woman getting five years for just, you know, lying about an address, but then Felicity Huffman paid gets, someone off? I mean, literally paid money, lied about, like, all of this. Um, to get into a school. And so it's just like, how do pretenses. we do that? And I, John Legend actually spoke out about it because a lot of people are upset with the sentence and saying like don't blame her right but like we definitely need lighter sentences for this kind of thing right across the board right right so like making sure that this now like so if this is going to be the case like we need to bring this back in every situation moving forward right to kind of be the example or to be you know a reference to I mean, it's the same thing with the um, marijuana becoming legal in a bunch sure. of states. And, you know, a lot of these people who were convicted on marijuana charges serving months, yeah. years in jail, you know, while, you know, people are freely selling it now. Like, the, yeah. all, all of those things need to be rolled back as well. So, yeah, um, this is a total flat for me. Yeah, definitely a flat for me as well. Um, not something that I was really excited to hear. We'll see exactly what happens after this. I really want to see also what happens with um, the other lady. Oh, Lori Loughlin. Oh, she's going to jail. jail. I, I really want to see what she's happens. She's fighting with that. her. She pled not guilty. She's okay, going well, to we're jail, gonna see, jail. We're going to see, Mama. So, her and her husband. 
Giuseppe Benolo, whatever his name is. <laughs> that is not his name. Is this and you some, know it's him. like Giovanni something. Yeah. Okay. He's Massimo. That's his name. Okay, there we go. Yeah. I was close. Not Manolo. <laughs> Manolo. I was close. All right. All right. Is that all you got? That's all I have for today. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So what are we taking from this episode? What is my takeaway from this episode? I know mine. You, well, you go ahead first. If you did the crime, do the time. Oh, okay. That's your takeaway. Because see, when you do clownery. The clown does come, by, come back Apparently not in this case. Not always. Um, Looking like Boo Boo the Fool. I think one of the things that I will say, and maybe one of the things that we can kind of talk about uh, moving forward, is just the importance of um, us being able to rally around each other, Mm -hmm. I guess, in times of um, both celebration and also, like, in times of, like, trouble. Okay. So, like, I go to... For instance, like this whole um, Meg the Stallion joining Rock Nation and like mm-hmm. all of that being like really exciting and stuff like that. But then I go to Tanya McDowell's situation and where was the rallying around her mm-hmm. that could have gotten her a 14 day sentence? Right. Um, and so just making sure that we're like being mindful and present um, on all levels, I guess. I guess that's going to be my takeaway. It's an interesting connection of yeah, those That dots. was definitely a, that was a, Reach. <laughs> but that's gonna be my takeaway. How we were at harmony. Tune. Come on. Um. All right. Well. <laughs> well. What, 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 remember that video? Uh, the uh, the African lady. She was like, "Well, gotta go." <laughs> See ya. See ya. All right, guys. As always, you can follow us on the social medias at Cold Pop Show. Um, be sure to like, subscribe, share, please share um, on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. Let us know if you have feedback. Shoot us an email at please. coldpopshow at gmail.com. Please, please, please. Give us all of that feedback. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Trenton Rashad and on Twitter at Trenton RD. When you said you could, it sounded like you're about to start a rap. You can follow me. Okay, Meg. Yes, I am Meg. So, I mean, you can follow me also on Twitter and Instagram at Marcus Drew Steele with an E on the end. Um, we're going to take a break for a couple of weeks. Um, life is happening. Life is in a way. Um, but we'll be back, uh, I think, at the beginning of October. We'll be back before you know it. So, we've got some fun things planned. So, be on the lookout and thanks for listening. All right, y'all. Bye. Bye.